0: Hello. Hello. <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Migs Bustos. Cheska Littem Palau This is Off the Record. Hello, online world. This is Off the Record with Migs.
1: And Cheska. And of course, Migs, we are raking in. The medals over at the Southeast Asian Games. And I am so glad that we are going to get to talk to one of our stellar athletes on this episode.
0: Actually, previously, in our previous episode, we've had uh, Agatha Wong, yes, uh, silver and gold medalist for Wushu. And for today, we're going to be talking about swimming. Actually, as of recording this interview, hindi ko na mabilang, uh, if how many medals she has produced uh, for the Philippines. Just produced um, many medals too uh, abroad in her meets, uh, but today she's here because she represented the Philippines in Hanoi, Vietnam. Introducing to you, guys and girls, Atis and kuyas, we have national team swimmer, national team athlete, Chloe Esteta. Hi, Chloe. Thank you so much for joining us here today.
2: Hi. Thank you for having me.
0: Hi. Okay. So, Chloe. Of course, I was telling Cheska a while ago before recording because, of course, as part of our jobs we do keep track, all right? So we do stay updated with the medal tally. But of course, so many Filipinos have been raking in the medals. there. Eh? But for you, if you could tell us what you have maybe, you know, obtained, right? And, and got the medals for the SEA Games. What are they? What are the differences? You could just take it away. Tell us all about it.
2: Um, so my first medal was The two hundred backstroke and that was the gold medal. And then after that was the day after was the hundred backstroke and that was my silver medal. And then on the I think the next day after that was the four by one medley
1: relay and I did the backstroke again and we got silver. All right. So let's backtrack just a little bit. So we everyone can get to know you a little better, Chloe. Obviously you are no stranger to the podium. (laughs) but can you talk about your journey like how did you end up in the national team
2: well i can start from the beginning beginning so um i started swimming because my older sister she found a flyer and she wanted to join a swim team and during that time you know i was very young and i copied everything my my sister did so i joined the swim team and um She was able to join the team because she was old enough, but I was too young. uh, So they wouldn't let me, but that didn't stop me. I started swimming on the the side where the stairs were. So it wasn't a real lane. It was a really small area of the pool. And I'd swim back and forth every day when my sister would train. And then eventually the coach was like, okay, just, you can join the team. You're here anyways. Just just (laughs) join. (laughs) And I go, yes. And my first stroke was actually backstroke, because I didn't like my face getting wet in the water. So I think that's how I started to swim backstroke more. And then eventually, as I started to grow up, um, because I'm both Filipino, my mom and dad were born and raised in the Philippines. And when they were 21, they came here to the States. And I've always wanted to keep my roots and I never forget where I come from. So um, I also joined the national team when I was in my early teens, and I started swimming and competing for the Philippines. And that's how I started.
0: Okay, so could you tell us more about uh, your college experience, gaining the years there There first? That's a two-part question, but I will ask that first. Mm-hmm. And actually, in between your college years, you were actually playing for the Philippines already, Chloe.
2: Yes, Um. so for ASU, uh, for my college years, I spent for ASU, and that was with Bob Bowman which is Michael Phelps' coach. And he trained me. I trained with him throughout the years. And I have really learned a lot. I learned technical skills, strength. I was pushed through a lot of boundaries that I didn't think I was being able to be pushed. I learned a lot. And I think not only about swimming, but a lot about life in general. And I think that everything connects. And once you have you know, your life surrounded by good people, it connects with your swimming as well.
0: Well, actually, I, I, I read in the news, Chloe, that you you, you already transferred to the LSU. I did. Uh, can I, yeah, can you tell us more <laughs> hey. about it? So, okay, just to clarify, how many years do you still have left with uh, the LSU? Because how many years did you do with Arizona State University and then now in the LSU? So can you do the math for us?
2: I have two years with the LSU. I did take this term off because they wanted me to focus on c games, which is very nice because My first term, since it was online, I was still in the States and my classes were at 6 p.m. in the Philippines, but that means it was 3 in the morning in the States. So I had to wake up at 2.50 in the morning and do classes at 3 in the morning. (laughs) And then after classes, I also worked full time. So I worked from 8 in the morning to 5 p.m. And then I swam at 6.30 to seven thirty PM, and yeah, it was a, it was a very tough schedule. Wow. Wow.
0: Chloe, why did you decide to transfer in DLSU?
2: It was always has been my dad's dream college when he was young, and that's why uh, when I was able to get into DLSU, he was very very proud. So that's something that I don't I don't think anyone knows that yet. So there you go.
0: <laughs> oh, scoop,
1: scoop. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for telling us. first. <laughs>
0: Thank you Chloe. All
1: right, of course, uh, earlier you mentioned that, you know, you were uh, with your coaches, you were pushed beyond what you thought you were capable of. You learned so many things. Even in this particular sea games, you had over a second lead against um Indonesia's Nurul Fajar Fitriati. Got the silver. When you compete, when you train, you know, do you ever think of the numbers? Do these numbers pop in your head or is it just you being in the water, doing what you do best? I
2: think for the numbers as in times, um, of course I have goals, but I don't think of the end game. I think I will have to get this time, but numbers as in technical things, like how many underwaters I'm going to do, you know, that kind of focus on the little details. That's what I focus on. So right from when I start, I think of how many underwaters I will do my breakout, how I will accelerate into the race, how will this race be. So overall, if you think of the little details within the race, then I think the time will come together at the end. Because, you know, coming in for after prelims, I saw I was seated first, but I was like, okay, wait, <laughs> I, need to, I need to calm down. It hasn't <laughs> happened yet. So I think the things that I've learned from my coach is that Swimming is very, very mental and you really have to take care of your mental health. I think my whole life I've been, you know, training long hours and, you know, anyone can train long hours. They can lift the most. But the most important thing in swimming is your mental plan. And if your mind is healthy, because if you don't go in a race confident, then and if you don't have confidence in your race, then it will show in your times,
0: too. Actually, Chloe, a big achievement. You winning the gold medal. Actually, you mentioned that that was your first day. That was actually the first time the Philippines brought home a gold Mm -hmm. since Akiko Thompson in 1993. Wow. Uh, When you learned about that, what were the first things that came into your mind?
2: Actually, I didn't know about the 29 year drought. I just found out after. But all I wanted to do was I know that, you know, after hearing about the 29 year drought, I just, it meant even more to me because, you know, the people before me, all the Filipinas out there, like they've been fighting for this and those future Filipinas who want to, you know, trying to achieve this goal, like that gold medal is for them. And hopefully it inspires a lot of people to, you know, continue their training and uh, working hard and, you know, inspired to be also in the sea games. So I just hope it motivates a lot of inspired swimmers.
1: Was it just, Last SEA Games, the opening ceremonies, was that when Akiko Thompson, Efren and Batarias, Yeah. Migs? Yeah. Sorry. I, I just got chills thinking of this. She's a big because, fan of Akiko. <laughs> Jessica's a big fan um, of Akiko. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in the 2019 SEA Games that was held here in the Philippines, the opening ceremonies had Philippine sports legends up on stage and Akiko Thompson was, was on stage with them. And it's just fascinating how in the next SEA Games, we have the first gold medalist in swimming since Akiko Thompson in Chloe Isleta.
0: Did, did you have a conversation after that, Chloe? You and Akiko?
1: Oh,
2: after my race this weekend or this meet?
0: Or at least after you won the gold. Did you ever have a conversation um, I have with her? not
2: yet. Um, I would love to because she's definitely one of my idols. So um, hopefully I can definitely have a conversation
1: with her. <laughs>
0: let's set that up, I, set that up. I,
1: I would love to be a fly on the wall <laughs>
0: let's set that up let's set when that up. this conversation
1: happens i think like, oh my gosh this is amazing
0: <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure you guys have connections i mean with her or anything has anyone got it in touch with her or has there any been like you know talks
2: um not yet not yet i think it's because the meet just ended two days ago but um not yet hopefully
0: <laughs> okay We'll All we'll right. do our best to set that up, and uh, yes, we'll, we'll message. That would be us awesome. Amazing. Yes. Okay. But
1: Chloe, another thing you mentioned earlier, your mental health about swimming is mostly about taking care of your mental health. How do you do that? And you just mentioned earlier, there was a period in your life you would wake up at two AM to go to school, and you would work the whole day, and then you would swim afterwards, and you know that that takes a toll on someone if you keep doing that and there seems to be no break in sight that's that's exhausting mentally and physically how how are you able to you know handle things on the mental health aspect i think
2: going back to all the way to covid when everything was shut down i think that gave me a time to really take a step back Because I I think before swimming was just my whole life and times, times, times. And when I stopped swimming, I started to focus more on focusing on myself and focusing on the people around me who support me. And you know, even though it you know, swimming and work and school, I have I realized that all these people are supporting me and it's just I feel so blessed and I feel like I'm working hard for them and you know me focusing on my my mental health I do have some time on the weekends to spend time with family and have my my me time so I know it sounds a lot in the on the weekdays but on the weekends I do find myself having time for myself and for my family and I think that's sometimes people with their busy schedules forget how important that is because if you don't have any family or time for yourself you're so stressed with all these other things and it's just, it kind of gives you your peace of mind.
0: I'm curious, Chloe, because Agatha mentioned in her previous episode that it was kind of a challenging time for her, especially during the pandemic because of the situation of her sport, the situation in the Philippines, etc. What was it like for you in preparation for this big event?
2: It was definitely not an easy one, um, uh, especially for because of COVID. So I did a lot of land training at home, uh, any ways that I could train. So I will do ab workouts. I tried yoga. I tried dancing. <laughs> so anything, <laughs> literally anything to get my muscles moving as an athlete. And then I did a lot of meditation too. Uh, but my coach, I think the big thing is that my coach helped me mentally prepare for my races. So we do this thing called visualization. So we would close our eyes and visualize are the whole race from start to finish. And then he would time me once I opened my eyes, he would time and see if that would be the, my exact goal time for my 200 back or my exact goal time for my 100 back. So it's kind of like visualizing your whole race in preparation. So that's something I think that I've done that was different throughout the whole the whole
1: years. What was your last competition prior to the Sea Games?
2: Um it was actually in my home pool. Uh, it was uh, the Phoenix International meet. And I got best times in both of them. I got I got the Philippine national records in both of them. It was the 100 back. I went one oh two five And then and the 2.00 IM. I went 2.18. So,
1: so yeah. Migs was already researching. Uh, Migs already mentioned our record earlier. Migs, what was your number?
0: One minute and 2.33 for the 100-meter backstroke. Is that correct, Chloe? Oh,
1: it was
2: 102.5. 102.5.
0: 102.5. Okay. There you go. <laughs> like a radio station, huh?
2: 102.5. Yeah, meter. 102.5. 100 meter? Yes.
0: 100 meter. Were you chasing for that? Or was that like part of the visualization? I'm going to break the record. It that just was. happened.
2: That just was, happened? I, well, actually, I wasn't planning on doing it at that meet. But it just happened at that meet. I think it's because we visualized it so often. <laughs> that I did it at that meet. But um, hopefully, I think in my other future meets, I do have goals set in mind, new times that I want to get. So for 2024.
0: Chloe, I messaged this to you earlier, and we also asked this to Agatha. Uh, if you were to sum up your SEA Games journey this year, what do you think, what trait do you have? that made you you know at least achieve your goal what do you think is it in you that made you meet whatever you wanted to meet or desired
2: i think perseverance i think that would be the trait for sea games because you know during the meet the camera it, it just shows you know me in the philippines and you know the other countries but if you look in the background there the other filipino team my other filipino teammates cheering me on and helping me prepare for this event and cheering me on after so we are literally we are one team it wasn't just me in the water i was also swimming for the other filipinos that were cheering me on our country they were the ones helping me finish at the end so i think perseverance would definitely be the trait for my sea games experience
1: if you were to sum up your sea games experience like including everything that you went through During the pandemic, and obviously, it ultimately got you the gold medal. If you were to sum up everything, and now with you holding that medal, like how would you describe your journey?
2: Oh, that's 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 difficult, um, because a lot has happened. It's just grateful that would definitely be the correct word because, again it's been a roller coaster the past two years. There was a point where before, you know, me focusing on my mental health, there was, there was a point where I was thinking of quitting and not swimming anymore. And thank goodness. I know there's, thank goodness. There's people surrounding me and who believed in me that I didn't believe in myself. And they said, no, just give it one more chance. Give it one more chance. And I was like, okay, I'll definitely try. And just thinking of that moment, like if I quit, then, like I wouldn't have been what I've achieved now. So I really, really hope that just keep going, keep going and keep trying because it eventually, even the small goals, you can achieve them. It doesn't, if it's big or small, you will achieve them. Just keep going and keep trying and have those people who support you.
0: If I may ask why, uh, what was happening during that time? If you could share.
2: I think a lot of athletes can relate. Usually swimming, or an athlete in general it really surrounds your whole life you feel like it's everything it's a part of you so when that is taken away that stop that stops you feel like you don't know who you are anymore because it's it's gone and you kind of have to search for yourself and I thought that I wouldn't be able to continue swimming and I did have doubts with my swimming too and it just took me really really low and to the point where i didn't go out of my room i didn't go out of my house well of course the quarantine <laughs> of course but um really i didn't leave my room but my family and friends really supported me in my decisions and having them really lift me up it really does take a lot just to build up a person so i'm very grateful for them and yeah
0: All right Thank you, Chloe, for uh, sharing your experiences, uh, what you've been through. Incredible story. And uh, we hope that uh, whoever listened to this could, you know, uh, picked up a thing or two uh, about perseverance, not quitting, and uh, having that great support system for you to be able to reach your goals. Chloe, what's next? Uh, What are your goals, at least for the foreseeable future? Maybe around two, two, three years? What do you think?
2: Uh, For the next two, three years, I definitely have some times in here that are in my heart and in my mind that I will definitely visualize and practice more. But we'll see for 2024 in the next Olympics. We'll see.
0: That's why I said two years because I did the math. (laughs) 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 But at least for the immediate future, like uh, any tournament, when is the target to play for LaSalle, to swim for LaSalle?
2: They said hopefully this year, I would hope this year, but I've heard some things that it might get pushed next year. But uh, my next recent competition is actually a PNAG, which is May
1: 27th, but I might swim different events than I did at sea games. All right. Thank you so much, Chloe. Before we bid farewell, do you have a message to everyone who supported you to everyone who cheered you on to the people who pushed you to keep going and of course to, to everyone who has uh, joined you on your journey.
2: Um. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for everyone who supported me. I know it's been a long, long journey, but for the people who don't know me and uh, just saw me recently, I really ho- do hope that this, my story does inspire you and Hopefully, we can meet each other and we can swim each other with each other in the future.
1: Uh, and it be, is a really inspiring story. Thank you so much
0: for sharing it, Chloe. Chloe, be ready for tough life. Be ready for Manila <laughs> oh life. Uh, so much eats, so much uh, vibrance going on uh, that's going to be part of your life in Manila. Of course, guys, remember the name Chloe Isleta, the first Filipina to win a gold medal since 1993. Since Akiko Thompson in the Singapore Games, 1993 gold medalist for the 31st SEA Games for swimming, 200-meter backstroke, Chloe Islera. Thank you so much for joining thank us here you. on Off The Record. Once again, Off The Record with Migs and Cheska is powered by Podcast Network Asia. Once again, this has been Off The Record with Migs
1: and Cheska. Thank you so much for joining us in another episode. And again, thank you, Chloe, for sharing your inspiring story. Those were such beautiful words. Thank you.